found some unique Bible stories written for children that will open your eyes to the heart of God. Whether you're a parent, a grandparent, doting aunt or uncle of a child, you'll be inspired and excited by what you'll see today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Today's guest is a Jewish believer who's lived an amazing life. We're going to hear her story today. She also happens to be a Jewish grandmother who writes amazing children's stories. My wife, my children, and I read her stories together as a family, and it's a very special time for us. The stories that she shares are all based on biblical events, but she presents them in a new and unique way, one that really connects with children. I've seen it with my own. It makes the Bible just come alive for them. Please welcome a longtime friend, Nana, Nana, Roberta Simpson. So good to see you. I, am, I so appreciate you coming all the way from Barbados to be with us. And I have such fond memories of being with you and Kiffin, who wasn't able to join you, but uh, just hosting some wonderful times back in Absolutely. Days, days gone by. Yeah, so a lot of laughs. It's great to have you. Uh, <laughs> Nana, mm -hmm. I called my, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother was Nana. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making the adjustment to Nana, but it's a typical name for Jewish grandmothers, Nana or Nana. Mm -hmm. And how, how did that happen, becoming Nana? Um, because my ch grandchildren called me Nana. And um, I called my grandmother Nana. So I called my, my gr and the grandchildren called my mother Nana. So it's, it, it, it just, just goes it just through, happened. it was just natural. Now my grandmother didn't like Nana. Oh. But we just called her. I think it was easy just to say Nana, and it, she ended up being called Nana. Okay. So you're Nana. She was Nana. Yeah. And what fond memories yes. we have of our grandparents. You have nine grandchildren. Is that yes, right? Yes, and two of the grandchildren are married. So I'm waiting for great-grandchildren now. Wow. <laughs> well, you look terrific, doesn't she? Yeah. You look absolutely terrific. <laughs> you... I, I, I really feel connected because we are both Jewish believers. Yes. And I love having Jewish believers on the program mm -hmm. and share their story. One, because there's so many similarities with Jewish believers. Yes. There's so many things that we have in common. But secondly, because the roots of Jewish voice going back to the very beginning when the ministry went on television in the mm -hmm. mid-70s mm -hmm. was to, sh to have Jewish people tell their testimonies. Yes. And until I came the focus of the ministry was Jewish people telling how they came to know Jesus as their Messiah. Yes. Now we've moved into some other things, Bible prophecy and, mm -hmm. and Hebrew and things con connected to Israel, mm -hmm. but the roots of Jewish voice, of Jewish voice broadcasts is Jewish believers telling how they came to know yes. Yeshua, Jesus as their Messiah. Yes. Tell us your story. You've had an amazing life so far. When I was three, uh, Germany and England went to war. I was born in England, and I, I remember even now the day that war was declared. I was only three, but it was so traumatic. I was in London during the Blitz, 
So you remember the terrible bombings? Oh, absolutely. Oh, and goodness. the times we had to rush into um, basements and bomb shelters, and um, it was terrible. And, and of course, we had to wear gas masks. And I remember a V2 rocket was over our house one night. For some reason, I, by then we'd moved into the country, but we still had bombings. And um, I remember one night, I woke up and I heard this, these V2 rockets used to have a sound. And I had a light on at the back. And if the light went off and the buzzing stopped, it dropped. So I looked out of the window and I saw this V2 rocket and I knew that it was dangerous and the light went out and the buzzing stopped and I prayed. What an experience. And I, I just called on God and I, I, I don't know how, I don't know why, but I did. And um, I said, God, please don't let this land on the house because it was sort of to the right of the house. And no one else was awake. And it just hovered and hovered and hovered and dropped into the bottom of our garden <clears throat> and blew out all the windows. And uh, I just knew that God had answered my prayer. And I, I can't remember how old I was, maybe six, seven. <laughs> and I remember once too that um, I woke up one morning in my grandfather's flat in London and my brother and I had spent the night in the same bed and he was missing. When I woke up, he wasn't in the bed and I screamed, I ran around the house. I felt that I, I knew very early what was happening to the Jewish people. Because, you know, you're a child, you're sitting listening to the grown-ups talk. And um, I thought that Hitler had come and taken my brother. And I was totally hysterical. But that's how I thought. And then, I can um, connect somehow. I really can. What had happened, he had fallen out of bed and rolled under it. So <laughs> he wasn't in Germany in a concentration camp. He was right there. <laughs> so you believed in God I believed in God, but... Um, I really didn't know about Jesus until much later in life. And by that time, I'd gone through a lot of trauma, a lot of things, and I just had a twin, and one had died, so it was a very <clears throat> traumatic time. One other question about, about your upbringing, though. Yeah. Any mention of Jesus, who no. Jesus was? No, So nothing positive, nothing negative? No. You, it just wasn't no. brought up? No, My husband took me to this church and one night. And I had two children that were lying in my lap, hot and tired and miserable, and I really didn't like the service. I thought, what, they have drums in here? You know, I mean, I didn't know anything about church, really. And um, I didn't like the quartet. I thought, what are they singing about? I don't know, it was really boring, and I felt uncomfortable. And. Um, and then the pastor preached. Don't ask me what he preached about because I thought it was ridiculous. But at the end, he said uh, two things. He said, where two or more are gathered together, Jesus is in the midst. And then he went on to talk about he's here now. And I looked up and I saw him. I mean, it was as real as I see you. And he was walking across by the altar, but he didn't look at me but I knew who he was. It was just something in the heart. And I knew he was the one I was to follow. And- That had to be startling. You're, 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 oh, you're sitting fun. in this church, I can't amazing. wait to, I, to get out of here. No. And then you hear one thing that strikes a chord with you, you look up and there's Jesus. Yeah. 
And um, I didn't even tell my husband at first because I thought, this is crazy. I mean, how do you, how does this happen? And I went home and the twin that lived, I had to feed her every two and a half hours, day and night, because she was very premature, very uh, weak. And it was like every time I got up to go in a room, I saw Yeshua. I mean, with your eyes open, you're saying you would yes, see yeah. a human form. He, he just looked real to me. And I didn't have a Bible. I didn't have anything in the house. And it was like God just started bringing people into our lives that were believers. And I thought I was the only Jewish believer in the world. Welcome to the club, yeah, right? Yeah, until I got mixed up with your, you guys. And then I said, well, <laughs> now I know I'm not so crazy after all. What an incredible supernatural yeah. experience. And then you started seeing him in various places. Mm -hmm, in my house. So what, what did you finally do about it? As I said, people just started to um, meet us and, and talk to us and give us the right books to read. And then I got a Bible. And you know, everybody tells you to read the book of John first. I'm not quite sure why. I think I understand that more now, but I didn't. I read the book of Revelation. <laughs> I don't know. And then I... Uh, you know the first book, book that I was exposed to? Yeah. Revelation. Really? I went to a Bible study that was studying the book of Revelation oh verse goodness. by verse. There's a lot of good things in there for Absolutely. young believers, actually. but it's also frightening. Especially drawing people to, to believe. It's, yeah. 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 And then I read Why Revival Tarries. So when I started going to church, I felt like saying, where's the Jewish music? And where, where is revival? At what point did you deal with, I'm Jewish, and this is Jesus? Did that mm -hmm. happen at any point? I met a Jewish believer sometime later, and it was so exciting to me. I said, well, now there's two of us. <laughs> and then um, years went by, and then I went to the first Messianic um, conference. It was pretty natural, just, I'm Jewish, mm -hmm. Jesus is the one I should follow, and yes, it kind of all I, I realized he was together. Jewish, and that changed everything. And then I remember going to a Bible study and I mean, that was so alien to me too. And he was talking about Abraham. And I thought, oh, this is my family, <laughs> you know? They should go together like a hand in a glove, yeah. our Jewish identity and faith in yeah. the Mas as, as our Messiah. The dancing, you know? I mean, I remember the first conference I had and my husband and I and all the children were there and um, Kevin was watching the people dancing. I hadn't got done that yet because we were up in the balcony but he said this must please the Lord so much to see this and that really touched my heart. Did you, you heart feel right me. at home when you went to the Messianic? Oh did I ever? Just you yes. were home. And you every were home. I felt night the same way. I went forward for prayer and I always and every night I, I was crying and crying and crying I mean it was just like heaven to me it was just so it's beautiful. Amazing. Don't go anywhere. More with Roberta Simpson. And up next, an important update that you need to see. An impoverished Jewish tribe in the middle, I'm talking about the bush of Africa, that desperately need our help, your help. Stay with me. Here at Jewish Voice, we are committed to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua 
Jesus is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical help to a poverty-stricken community in Tachgayant, Ethiopia. The Beta is real, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you an endearing book by Lady Roberta Simpson, Nana's Bible Stories. With this book, you can help a child experience the love of God through seven stories based on real biblical events. The book is beautifully illustrated. It comes with a bonus CD. The stories are narrated, and it includes a heartfelt foreword written by the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. Your grandchild or child is sure to delight in this special book, which would also make a wonderful holiday gift for them or a friend. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a Zadaka box, beautifully hand-painted and made in Jerusalem. The holiday season is often celebrated by giving to the poor, and Jewish families use the box as a bank to teach their children that Zadaka, or righteous acts of charity, is a calling of God. Your Zadaka box will be a vivid reminder that Jewish people are blessed by your mercy in their time of need. We'll also send you a set of Jewish Voices decorative Shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the Sabbath. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. found some unique Bible stories written for children that will open your eyes to the heart of God. Whether you're a parent, a grandparent, doting aunt or uncle of a child, you'll be inspired and excited by what you'll see today on Jewish Voice. We have really created a, a, a jewel here for parents and for grandparents, I think, to connect with their kids. You know, mm -hmm. in ministry for all of these years, and then I have a family, mm -hmm. and I want to impart to my kids my faith, my heritage. Right. Yes. And you've helped us to make that happen. How, how did this come about? How did you become a Nana writing Bible stories? Well, it's, you know, people think that I love to write, but that's not true, but I did love telling stories. And I think that's a a very Jewish thing too because Jesus told stories and his stories are amazing. I went to a writer seminar. I used to write things in the paper. 
especially to do with Israel or Jewish people. And, you know, people would write awful things about Israel, awful things about the Jewish people. And even the people in the Jewish community would call me up and say, could you write something? I said, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. The man that corrected my papers was a very prominent Barbadian person that if I mentioned the name, everybody would know him at home. By the way, everybody knows, everybody I've ever met from Barbados <laughs> in the last 20 years, do you know the Simpsons? Yes, I know the oh, Simpsons. Oh dear. It's <laughs> Well, anyway, pretty famous. Um, this man corrected my paper, and I thought I was back at school. Everything was crossed out with a red ink pen, and at the bottom of everything he wrote, you can't write, explanation. Uh -huh. Then he comes up to me and says, I hope that didn't discourage you. <laughs> um, anyway, I said, well, yes, it did, but I don't have to do this. I was so angry, I was so upset. But God turned that around for me because I speak a lot at schools and I always tell the children that story. And I said, don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't do something. Amen. Amen. Hey, give us a little picture of the seven stories in here that are just gems. The first story I wrote was Jesus and the little lost lamb. And Rafi, when he was little, always would run to me. Nana, please tell me the story of Jesus and the yittle yost yam. Mm. <laughs> could not pronounce his else. Mm. I went through my grandchildren, the oldest down to the youngest, and not all had been born yet either. But um, I asked my granddaughter, Alexandra, it was her turn to be a story. What would you like to be in, a, in, in my book? And she said, I want to be a butterfly. <laughs> butterfly. I don't know any stories in the Bible about butterflies. And then she said, um, I want to be a butterfly at the cross. So I thought, okay. And I dismissed it, you know. And uh, one night, it was one o'clock in the morning, I jumped out of my bed, scared one of my children to death, and I had the idea. And so I wrote this story, The Butterfly and the Cross. Beautiful. And, Just uh, read, a, read a couple lines for us here. Once upon a time, near Jerusalem, there lived a very beautiful butterfly named Alexandra. Now, let me tell you a story about that. I looked up butterflies, and the biggest butterfly is called the Queen Alexandra. Mm -hmm. So here's my granddaughter That's... saying, I want to be a butterfly, and she is mm -hmm. Alexandra. She was a stunning yellow, almost golden color and she had striking brown markings on her delicate wings. She loved to find the tastiest flowers and drink the nectar with her long tongue like you would drink a milkshake with a straw. On this day, a breeze was making the flowers sway as if they were dancing along with the sparrow's song. Most butterflies have to watch out for birds, but Alex was bigger than the sparrows, so she didn't give them a second thought. High, high on the breeze, she floated and played. I want to hear one more. I'm addicted. <laughs> and I think your professor was wrong. Don't you think yeah. that professor was very, very wrong? Mean another story or more on this? One more line for us here. Okay. As she flew, she saw the fuzzy little caterpillars feasting on the green leaves of a small bush. Miss Alex, come tell us a story, they cried. Alex stopped for a moment and told them of a miracle that the man Jesus had done. Alex was amazed each time she heard news of Jesus 
and loved sharing the stories with the young caterpillars. Ah, even the butterflies cry out. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. Lovely. Thank you. Uh, you also, not only though, you a very unique narrator in Sheila Walsh, you have a very unique uh, forward. Mm -hmm. That uh, t talk about the forward. This is kind of interesting, I think. Who wrote the forward to this? Uh, Sarah Ferguson, <laughs> the Duchess of York. Yeah. This also won. It's a beautiful book, by the way, and it won Thank a very you. prestigious award, the Mom's Choice Awards. Yes. What, what what did that feel like? As the years have gone by, I found out it's much more prestigious than I thought. So it was really a nice surprise. Yeah. I, I am so grateful because we need more materials that mm -hmm. we can share with our kids. It, bringing families together yes. is, in our day and age is mm -hmm. so critical. And for parents and for grandparents mm -hmm. to, to, to spend time with their children and do something that's meaningful, true yes. fellowship and teaching, mm -hmm. th this is, these are the kind of resources we need. So yes. I pray that there'll be many more that follow Thank Nana. You in this endeavor. It's so great to see you again, Thank Roberta. You. Thanks for coming. Thank you. It's a pleasure. I wanted to, as a father of two young uh, girls, family time around the Bible is so important. Nana's Bible stories is a perfect way to impart biblical values to your children and grandchildren. We love it, you'll love it, and your family will love it. So I encourage you to get it. Up next, an important update on a tribe of Jewish people who desperately need your help. Stay with me. Here at Jewish Voice, we are committed to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Jesus. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical help to a poverty-stricken community in Tachgind, Ethiopia. The Beta is real, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for lack of basic medical care. You can help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you an endearing book by Lady Roberta Simpson, Nana's Bible Stories. With this book, you can help a child experience the love of God through seven stories based on real biblical events. The book is beautifully illustrated. It comes with a bonus CD. The stories are narrated, and it includes a heartfelt foreword written by the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. Your grandchild or child is sure to delight in this special book, which would also make a wonderful holiday gift for them or a friend. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and a Zadaka box, beautifully hand-painted and made in Jerusalem. The holiday season is often celebrated by giving to the poor, and Jewish families use the box as a bank to teach their children that Zadaka, or righteous acts of charity, is a calling of God. 
Your tzedakah box will be a vivid reminder that Jewish people are blessed by your mercy in their time of need. We'll also send you a set of Jewish Voices decorative Shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the Sabbath. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the neediest people on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, an ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. A very important part of what we do here at Jewish Voice is to provide medical care and clean water to Jewish communities and their neighbors in some of the poorest places on earth. Many of the people that we help have never even seen a doctor or a dentist. They're alone and they're often forgotten. Now one such community is the Beta Israel or the House of Israel in Ethiopia. We recently traveled there to provide free medical, dental, and eye care. And most importantly, many came to know Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah and Savior. People walked for miles when they heard about the clinic. Take a look at a clip from our recent medical clinic in Gondar, Ethiopia. Throughout history, they've been a persecuted people, enslaved, massacred, reviled, and driven from their lands. Indeed, the Jewish people have been scattered to the remotest parts of the earth. Even in a nation like Ethiopia, Jewish people have a history that may date over 3,000 years back to the time of King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. The Beta Israel, or the House of Israel, is a Jewish community that has survived in Ethiopia for centuries, despite isolation, hardship, and persecution. The medical care and dental care and eye care that we provide completely free of charge is a way to earn a platform to share our faith because ultimately the most important thing is not physically helping them, although that's important and it stands by itself, but it's, it's meeting their spiritual needs. Outreaches like the one you just saw are making an impact on so many lives and not just those who receive the aid, but also for those who come with us to help. Now there's a cost involved, but believe me, it will be worth every dollar. You'll be changed forever. 
We'd love to share how you can be part of an upcoming outreach, so contact us at 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv. As we close out the show today, I want to remind you, as I always do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122.6 declares, may they who love you prosper. So if you want to prosper, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And they need our prayers now more than ever. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying, God richly bless you. The Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 